it's no secret that the way you start off your morning can make a huge impact on your day. Overslept? Yeah, your day is about to be a little crazy. Missed your morning workout? Yeah, you're most likely going to need that extra cup of coffee. Life throws us curveballs, but as much as you can, controlling your morning can set the tone for your day that you want to have. I sat down with my absolute best friend in the whole wide world, Nicole Blodgett, to discuss the morning routines we have been following for years that keep us alert, motivated, and tackling our everyday battles when they arise. We recorded this interview in the beginning of the pandemic, but the theme remains true and is even more important today when we are getting back to the busier lives that we once knew. So come along with us and hear how you can implement three healthy habits into your morning routine to achieve a day of purpose, passion, and a life of vibrancy. Welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast by Faith and Gather. I'm your host, Erica Dvorak. Join me and the Faith and Gather community as we become faith inspired to tackle every area of life. Career, faith, motherhood, loss, fitness, fashion, health, and more. Girl, we're going to meet you right where you're at, right where you need it keeping you one step ahead of the devil, armed with knowledge to fight your everyday battles and live a life faith-inspired. Come on, girl, let's get it. What's your morning routine? Do you have one? Aristotle says it is well to be up before daybreak. Such habits contribute to health, wealth, and wisdom. I know from experience that my morning routine sets the tone for my day. If I don't have a good one, my day tends to be a little crazy. And today I have with me my best friend, Nicole Blodgett, who can speak to this as well. I consider her an expert on morning routines because she lives and breathes this. I'm telling you guys, I call her a crazy woman, but I mean that in the best best sense possible because she is amazing when it comes to morning routines and being motivated and staying on track with things. So I have her with me today to talk about the three main things um, to include in your morning routine. So hello. Hi, Nicole. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for asking me to be here. I'm excited to share, I guess, whatever insights I have with everybody. Yeah, well, you've got lots of good ones. I know this. So, um, so right now, uh, we know that morning routines are a little tough. We're in, we're dealing with the coronavirus, um, and all of our schedules have been thrown off. No matter who you are, things have changed, and so morning routines have been really, really tough. I know, at least for me, to continue to have um, a good set schedule to keep me going throughout the day. So some of you might have children that are at home with you all day and you're just exhausted by the end of the day or other individuals are working from home so you don't have to now get up and get ready. You can go straight to your couch on your computer and you don't have to do any of the morning routines that you had to do before. So we know it's really tough. So we're hoping that these three key things to have a good morning routine will help you. So starting with number one. Number one is wake up early. I know it's a shocker. It's not very enjoyable. (laughs) Some of you have maybe already tuned out already and you're like, I'm done, not doing it. But it's the truth. You have to wake up early and early can be different for each of us. 
for me, I know that early right now for me is 5 a.m. When I was living a crazy life, when I worked um, at a company where I had to work, you know, 12 plus hours a day, my early was 4 a.m., which I know is nuts. And some of you are thinking like, she's crazy. Yeah, I was crazy, but the only way I would be able to have a great day that I knew that I would be able to have a great day and be able to get in the things that I needed to get in for my me time was getting up that early. So you need to determine what your early is um, and define what that early is and then stick to it. So once you stick to that, you need to make sure that you carve out that, carve out that time. So what I've been told is that you make time. The time just doesn't come to you. You have to make the time. And I'm saying this and it's easily coming out of my lips, but this morning I got up early at 5 a.m. and my alarm went off at 5 a.m. and I didn't get out of bed until 5.30 because I was tired. I did not want to get up. It's tough. You know, I don't have a reason to get up and get ready or having to move as fast as I used to. So it's really tough to keep moving. So um, just make sure that you make that time and you stick to it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also on top of that, uh, you know, Nicole and I have a very um, strong faith and most of the individuals who are successful in the world, including Jesus, have a morning routine and they get up early. They get up before the daybreak. They get up before the sun rises. And I will tell you more often than not, honestly, I would say six days out of the week, I'm waking up when it's dark out still. And that's even in the summertime. Um, but there's something exciting about that, that stillness and that quietness um, and being able to have that me time. I don't know, Cole, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, all the points you said are the reasons why I get up early as well. I mean, it sounds crazy to be setting that alarm for 4 a.m. or setting that alarm for 5 a.m., but I love what you said about just saying, you know what, let's define what's early for me. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be a 4 a.m. or I could be 7 a.m. Maybe I don't start work until 11, or maybe I work night shift or second shift, or you know, I go in at 4 in the afternoon. It's just defining what does that early look like for you? And then, like you said, sticking to it um, and having that quietness and having that stillness of the morning time has really been the best for me personally as well. Um, you know, I have three children and a husband in my home. That is the only time it's going to be quiet. <laughs> let me tell you. And I am not a night owl. I'm not a person who's going to stay up late and make time for myself, I need to have rest as well. So um, yeah, I just think you totally hit the nail on the head. Yes, this is not innovative. This is not anything new, but yeah. it's the truth, right? Um, yeah, and like I said, some of the most successful individuals get that morning time to themselves to set their day, set their intentions. Um, so it's really, really imperative that you do the same. Just just to feel good and be able to set that attitude, that positive attitude for the day. For sure, for sure. Nicole, what's the second one? All right, so the second thing we're gonna talk about after we've made that commitment to getting up early and finding time for ourselves is how are we gonna help ourselves to feel good once we get going? And there's two things, this is kind of a two-prong approach. The first is drinking a big glass of water, and the second is getting your body moving. So I like to tell everybody in my house, it's getting your body moving on the inside and then also moving it on the outside. Mm -hmm. So I have these big tumblers 
sorry, this is, there's okay. something in here. It's tea. Okay. This yeah. is not foggy water. Don't worry. <laughs> We're healthy here. <laughs> I've got mine. Hasn't gone, hasn't gone totally downhill yet. Um, yeah. I have these big tumblers in the bathroom for everybody. Um, and my why behind that is because throughout the night, your body is actually working really, really hard to clean house. It's cleaning out toxins you were exposed to from the night before. It's processing new knowledge that you took in throughout the day. It is, it's working so hard while you're sleeping. And you might think you're just laying there and you're not doing anything and that's just not true. So what that water does, that first thing in the morning, you're drinking that big glass of water, is it helps your body to really continue that cleansing process and renewing process and then pushing out the waste that may have accumulated, and I'll let you figure out what that means <laughs> throughout the night. Um, and just drinking water in general more throughout the day, obviously, is, is so important. Staying hydrated so your body uh, can do its job and continue um, to work hard for you. So that's, that's the first thing. The second thing is moving your body. And I know some people are like tuning out already. They're like, oh no, these girls are going to tell me to work out. Heck no, working out is not my thing, but just hear me out, okay? So moving your body around and getting that blood flowing again, that's going to help to just really help your body to stay healthy, circulate that blood, get that brain going, get those things firing, get the pistols going in the car kind of thing. So this could be something as simple as, and Erica, I think you can maybe attest to this, Run up and down the stairs a couple times, throw in a few loads of laundry. You busy moms with multiple children in your home, don't tell me you don't have laundry to do. You know you do. Um, so do that and make it fun, you know, kind of stretch, bend over, pick it up. I mean, this does not have to be anything crazy. It can be for those of you who like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. It can be purposeful movement. So I yeah. don't need to stress myself out about getting like an actual workout in every day, which is great. But sometimes yeah. you don't have time for that. And so purposeful movement that'll allow you to feel like you're checking some things off the list while you're also helping your body move and feel better. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like you said, purposeful movement for people who are into that. I, I personally kind of like doing the whole workout thing. I like getting the garb on and getting a little sweat going. For those of you who like that, there's just, there's so many choices out there. There's going for a walk, there's doing Pilates, yoga, you can do a little weight training. I know my husband loves to just like crank out a few push-ups and sit-ups and he calls it good. <laughs> just finding something that works for you. And again, the purpose of those two things, that's part of the second step of starting your day out right, is for mindset, it's for your body, it's to get you going and just sort of get you feeling refreshed. And I know for me, my body feels different every single day. I do not wake up day to day feeling like the same, okay? Mm -hmm. um, so working out for me kind of gets me in that right mindset. Drinking that big glass of water, just when I'm drinking it, I kind of think to myself, wow, you know, this feels good. I'm refreshing. I'm doing something that's good for my body. Mm -hmm. And that carries with me throughout the day. I feel stronger. I feel more confident when I get dressed in the morning. I look at myself, I'm like, mm -hmm, that's right. I did something good for myself today. And it just, it helps, you know, um, just it's, it's such a great thing to do. Yeah. So um, I'll let you kind of talk about the third thing, Erica. Um, right before we do that, so how many, how many minutes do you suggest doing that for? 
um, maybe for beginners and then there might be like an ideal moment. yeah yeah oh for someone who maybe this is just new for you i would start with 10 minutes okay. start with 10 minutes and i would encourage you to start with the purposeful movement so set that timer for 10 minutes and walk up and down the stairs in your home maybe just start there walk around your block a couple times if it's safe for you to do so um you know get someone else who can help kind of hold you accountable as you get started and then if you can each week kind of add on about five minutes until you're up to that 30 minute marker so that would be just if i had to make a recommendation that's what i would recommend um 30 minutes for me is kind of a nice sweet spot in the mornings to go more than that I've either got to wake up earlier, which I'm already getting up early. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like if I can just kind of get something in 30 minutes, I think that's, that's awesome. It's a great way to kind of get started and a great goal to shoot for. Okay. Awesome. Yep. And I'm right there with Nicole. Um, we've done programs actually together that are longer than 30 minutes. And if that's your jam, do it. Like if you want to do 45 to an hour, go for it. For like, us as moms and working moms, you know, a half hour is a, enough for us. And we feel like we've gotten a good burn and we've done that purposeful movement. Um, so don't feel bad if, you know, 30 is where you're at. Or even if you're starting with 10, like, again, like Nicole said, movement is good. It's the last thing I'll say before we move on, by the way, is whoever says I so regret working my body out this morning. Yeah. No one. No like, one says that. You might feel it when you're doing it, but when you're done with it, <laughs> right. you don't. And honestly, I will, I'll be honest there, this week has been really tough for me. I don't know if it's the weather or just processing certain things, you know, emotions play a huge um, part in wanting to move your body and waking up early and all of that. But anyway, I have felt really rough the past couple mornings, but I've chosen to do some harder workouts or what I consider harder workouts. And I've actually felt awesome when I got done with them because I thought before I before I started the workout I was thinking oh I'll just do yoga or like Pilates which is fine those are awesome awesome workouts but I figured I wouldn't have as much energy as I normally would if I was gonna be not moving around so I chose tougher cardio intense workouts and I felt awesome after so just think about those things and how how you want to feel for the day if if you have a lot going on that day, maybe do yoga and Pilates so you can have more energy throughout the day. But if you are going to be able to um, have more energy, like grab that cardio and kick some butt doing it. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. All right. So number three, this uh, is really near and dear to my heart. So that is spending time in the word, spending time in the Bible, spending time building that relationship with Jesus and God and really um, just spending that quiet time and being able to listen and grab those words of encouragement and direction. I mean, the Bible really is a book of direction and how to live your life and the steps that you should be taking or the ways you should be adjusting your attitude and changing. And so um, I know, Nicole, this is really near and dear to your heart as well. We actually have started this where we spend one day a week doing a workout together and a devotion together. And we're doing it virtually, obviously, but we'll pop on Zoom and we'll do it together. And it's just so amazing to have that fellowship. And um, we do it separately on our own throughout the week on those other days. Um, I would suggest following a plan. So a plan is 
much easier to do than trying to you know, find something on your own. There are some people who, where God really speaks to them and they'll open up the Bible and they'll find something and speaks to them to the day, which is amazing. But I think for most of us, following a plan really helps. Uh, Some tools that you could use, there's, if you don't have an actual Bible at home, there are many, many apps. The one I use that is fantastic with plans is the Bible app. And so if you just look in your app store, you can download the Bible app and it's free and all the plans are free. And the, the days vary of like the plan days. You can have one that's like three days or you can have one up to like three months, whatever works for you. And you can search in those. They have different topics. So say you're struggling with anger or fear or you need peace or you're struggling with anxiety, whatever mm-hmm. the topic may be, you can search through those and find those on that app. Um, also, there's some amazing devotionals. Lisa Turkhurst has an amazing uh, 100-day devotional that I just uh, just was so instrumental in some experiences in my life and moments in my life and big decisions in my life. And I just, I loved that book. So I recommend that book. Also, I think it's Sarah Young has Jesus Calling, which those are really like short, tiny little pages of devotionals that get you thinking. And I would start off with timing, you know, start off with 10 minutes a day if you're not doing it now, 10 or 15 minutes a day and really try to work up to 30 again. So it's just like exercising your body, mm-hmm. exercise your heart and your mind with the word. And the, their goal is the 30 minutes of each a day. And I would recommend consider journaling. So, you know, consider those scriptures that really speak to you and stand out to you. I know with Lisa Turkhurst's devotional, you know, I really wrote down like the, the messages that spoke to me or the words that she had written from her heart that spoke to my heart down in a journal. And honestly, I went back to those when I was trying to make a big pivotal decision in my life regarding a career change. And God was speaking to me. Like I wrote those down. I was able to view those again. And literally I had the clear direction that God was calling me to leave my job. And I wouldn't have been able to make that decision as easily if I hadn't journaled and written those things down and read them back to understand where he was really guiding me in the future. Yeah. Nicole, do you have anything else to add? I know this is really, this, this topic speaks to you as well. Yeah. Um, you know, gosh, I, I just can't say enough how important this one is, mainly because, you know, what we talked about up until this point is, is what's good for our health. Mm-hmm. And I think if this time has taught us anything right now, it's our health is not always guaranteed. We can be doing all of the healthy things right, drinking that big glass of water, you know, doing that 30 to 60 minutes of activity a day. But to not have something else that can strengthen us and get us through each day is, it's difficult. Um, This is really the foundation for me in my life that has helped me to really stay grounded, to help me continue to press on when the days are hard. Um, And I've had some very hard days in my life. And I think, Erica, you have too. I mean, this is... Spending time in the word and spending time with the Lord is, is the foundation. It's the foundation of my life. It's the foundation of everything that's been able to pull, that's pulled me through. Mm-hmm. And I love that you said, you know, going back to look at your journal. I remember when someone first told me that I should consider starting a journal. I was like, that sounds touchy. Really? <laughs> I am not into that. Like, no. Okay. It'll be cool. <laughs> but 
I agree. It, it's amazing when you read back and mm-hmm. the themes, the feelings, the, mm-hmm. the emotions you write down, you're like, wow, look at where God is guiding me. It's so incredibly beautiful to see that it's, this is how he guides us. It's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and for anyone who's listening to this and thinking what I used to think about journaling, I I'm here to tell you, I am a skeptic who has been proven wrong numerous times. Yes. Um, and if, if you're short on time I, and this happens to me and has happened to me and it still happens to me, I love the electronic versions of what you were saying, Erica, of having a plan because it sends me that notification and it sends me an email. It's kind of coming at me from all angles, right? I can't avoid it. I got to read it. Yeah. So even if for some reason, if I don't get to it in the morning, I can come back to it later in the day and read it. And even just reading it has, has helped me and done something for me throughout the day. And it's hit me at just that right moment. Um, So if you're new to this, if this is all new to you, first of all, give yourself some grace. It's going to be okay. All right. And it's okay to get touchy feely and be vulnerable. All right. That's the only way we grow. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, you know, get, get signed up for some kind of an electronic notification or, or devotion to come to yourself, um, every day and, and have it come at you in multiple ways. So you can't ignore it. If you're like me, I get to a point where third time's the charm for me. I get a notification and I get an email and then get a ding somewhere else. I'm like, okay, God, (laughs) I get it. I get it. I need to read this. Okay. Um, and, and believe me, I've had those days where I'm so busy and I'm embarrassed to say it, but the devotion is something that gets left on the table and that's how that ensures I get it in, in some way. And, and the bottom line is God knows, God knows our hearts. He knows where we're at. He knows what we're thinking. He knows what we're feeling before we even feel it, before we even say it, before we even think it. So having grace with yourself as you're getting into something like this is, is absolutely key. It's huge. And I'll just add really quickly, like you don't have on the journaling part, you don't have to get something pretty. I honestly use one of my husband's old notebooks. I think it was from like middle school. I ripped out the pages that were like already in there and I started journaling. So like, I'm a type of person who's a perfectionist. I want a cute, pretty little journal. Like the, the journal that I use to change my life, literally it was that like middle school journal from way back in the day or that middle school notebook from way back in the day. So like, just do it. That's the whole thing. Just do it. Love that. So we have a bonus, a bonus one that we're throwing in. So the three are your morning routine, get your body moving, and then also spending time in the word. But the bonus one that Nicole is just what I consider an expert in, and she will be an expert because she's going back to school for this because it's her passion and her drive and her calling and her purpose. What is the fourth one, the bonus one. Well, the bonus one, for those of you who know me, you knew this was coming. <laughs> Eat a healthy breakfast. And again, that sounds so cliche, right? Because there's so many people out there that are like, I don't eat breakfast. Breakfast is not my thing. I don't like breakfast food. Um, well, I'm going to tell you, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Break your fast in the morning. Um, I love this new trend right now. We're hearing about this, these intermittent, intermittent fasters. Well, I'm here to tell you, you fast every single day Mm -hmm. when you sleep. 
you have fasted. That is your body fasting. You need to break that fast so that when you arrive at that first appointment in the morning, when your kiddos wake up to greet you, when your husband walks down those stairs in the morning, if you wake up before he does, the first person you encounter, whatever it may be, I promise you, you are going to be in much better shape if you have had a little something to eat. Mm -hmm. No one likes to be hangry. So here are a few ideas for you if you're like, I don't even know what a healthy breakfast is. Help me out. Um, couple ideas. Oatmeal is something I have pretty much every day for breakfast. I like more of a savory oatmeal. I like it with eggs and a little bit of olive oil and veggies. Um, if that's not really your thing, you could do oatmeal with some fruit on it. A quick piece of toast with peanut butter and a banana. A nice granola bar and a piece of fruit. You could do some of those egg muffin cups if you're someone who likes to do a little food prep and a little cooking before you uh, begin your week. Whatever it is, um, grabbing something that is a source of protein, a source of carbohydrate, and a fruit or a vegetable, those three food groups are what we want to aim for. Um, and staying away from those quick go-tos like donuts or the highly refined grains. And by now, I think most people kind of know and understand what those are, but trying to make a little healthier decision in the morning. I find if I have a healthy breakfast or if I break fast um, in the morning, I am just in much better shape and it sets me up again for success throughout my um, day. Even leftovers from the night before, I've done that. I've had like leftover chicken and veggies for breakfast. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't yeah. have to be a breakfast food. Um, yeah. I think and I know a lot of people Sorry. prefer that anyway. Yeah. And sorry to interrupt. So, um, I think for me, it's hard to break the habit of like what breakfast really is, you know, like we have this in our mind of what the commercials have always been, it's been cereals and it's been, um, all these sugary foods and breakfast is sweet, like cinnamon rolls. And it always has to be omelets, but omelets are great, but we have this mindset of like what breakfast is, but really you could have dinner for breakfast. I mean, don't go big on it, but like, you know, you could, like you said, have the rice, have the vegetables, have the chicken. Again, it's like what Nicole said. They said the carbohydrates, the, what was it again? Carbohydrates, protein, and then fruit or vegetable. And a fruit or vegetable, okay. ideally. Yeah. Okay. I think that's just the, a great place to, to start. Um, you know, I, I sometimes will just grab like dried fruit and nuts, like couple handfuls, take that with me, walk out the door, and that's going to be satisfying enough to at least hold me through to, you know, when I can sit down and have a meal. Um, whatever it is, you know, not running on E, not just running on caffeine. Um, don't set yourself up for a crash later. Yeah. Um, no one likes to be hangry. No one likes those low blood sugars. It doesn't feel good at all. Um, and especially if you've done a workout. Um, yeah. You're going to undo everything you just did if you don't have a little something to eat. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah, I felt that before. If I waited too long after I worked out, oh, man, I'm just tired. Like, I have that initial energy and that the endorphins mm -hmm. for the workout. And then if I wait too long, it's just like this huge crash. So, yeah, yeah. I'm sure to get that, that food in as soon as possible. And it sets a good example for other people in your home. I mean, especially us mamas. I mean, yeah. um, our children watch everything we do, everything. Believe me, my kids are getting older now and I watch them and I'm like, they're doing that because I do. And it's, it's yeah. good things, but it's the less good things too. Mm -hmm. So eating breakfast, I mean, literally Jacob the other day goes, yeah, I'm eating breakfast because it's the most important meal of the day. And I'm like, yes, yes. You're like, I did <laughs> That's the win what, for the day. Victory, it's all I need. Hi, to see ya. So it's just like, you know, 
um, you're being an example. And if you don't have kiddos, you know what? You're being an example to other people around you too. My coworkers used to always see me eating breakfast and, you know, they, they see the things we do and we can be that good example for people um, of what, you know, healthy habits look like. And I think that's important. Yeah, I 100% agree. And you might not know that you're making a difference, but then like you said, one day it, they, it just clicks. Like Jacob said, mm-hmm. make my breakfast. Yeah, That's exactly. Cool. I love it. Took nine years, but we're here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's the long game, not the short one. <laughs> exactly. All right. So um, let's move on here, Erica. I know we wanted to make sure we had time for like talking through some obstacles. Yeah. Some so barriers got- to being successful. Yeah, so we've got 10 minutes here. So one, um, and I can attest to this, no sleep is a huge obstacle. So I have a 20-month-old, and thankfully he is sleeping through the night. Sometimes we'll have nights where he doesn't, but I am very close to when he was not sleeping through the night. And I know it is tough to not um, get that sleep and, you know, have like six hours of sleep or five hours of sleep. Um, and not want to get out of bed. But I will tell you that the mornings that I chose not to get out of bed, I was sleepy for the rest of the stinking day. Like Mm. sleeping in did not help me one bit. Getting up and doing my morning routine helped and it gave me energy for the day. And then it really did help me when eight o'clock, nine o'clock rolled around and I was exhausted and I was able to go to bed and sleep hard. And so sleep is a huge one. So make sure that you are doing your morning routine because it will help you throughout the day. Um, sick, being sick stinks, obviously, and you do need to listen to your body. So if you are really sick, then your body does need to rest. So, you know, in that situation, don't try to force at least the movement. I would say continue to get in the word, but for the movement, um, you might want to slow things down a little bit. But if you just have a cold or something small, honestly, or like allergies, I feel a lot better when I am able to move and get moving. But again, listen to your body and do that. Um, And then equipment is an obstacle. So um, like I mentioned before, if you don't have a Bible, there are free Bible apps that you can download. The one specifically that I use is called Bible app. So you can use those. Um, You know, you can purchase weights. You can do workouts at home purchasing weights. They're actually really kind of affordable. If you were to purchase them from Target or Amazon, you can do that. If you don't have those, you can even just use soup cans or something that's heavy in your house. Um, And then there's a bunch of free videos that you can do online. So there's Pop Sugar uh, and a bunch of other ones that I can't think of right now. But the one program that Nicole and I do is Beachbody. And I just pay a hundred bucks a year to stream hundreds of workout videos. And I'm able to get an awesome workout done every morning. Uh, If you love a gym, that's awesome too. We can't do that right now. So uh, it probably benefit you to to look for those free opportunities or maybe get a part of Beachbody. Um, But those are some ways to overcome those obstacles. Um, Nicole, there's a few more that you have. Yep. Yeah. So just real quick, um, motivation and encouragement, you know, these are really two different things. Motivation, um, I would say has, has got to come from within if you are not going to motivate you, um, no one else around you can be that source for you. You have got to have a strong will, a strong why. Erica talked about this um, at the very beginning of our conversation, but it's on you. 
you're in control of you, you're in control of your actions, your thoughts, your attitudes, it is on you. So, you know, that's reality. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to necessarily sugarcoat that one. So you've got to <laughs> stay motivated. And if you can't, this is where encouragement can come in. Yeah. Okay. It's two very different things. So <laughs> motivation is a muscle. You've got to work on building that up for yourself. And absolutely, people can be there to encourage you. Find those people. When you're lacking the motivation, then you need to go for the encouragement. And if you don't have someone to encourage you, I mean, Erica and I here, we will absolutely encourage you if you need it. You, uh, yes, you need encouragement. I'm, I'm your cheerleader. Um, but I would say, you know, keep those two things in mind, find a friend to encourage you when you are finding that motivation just to be really hard. Cause let's be honest, sometimes those, it happens. It's hard. Yeah. Um, the second thing I would say is watch out for people who are haters. Yeah. Guys, there's always going to be people out there who are going to try to rain on your parade. I call them joy suckers. Okay. <laughs> they are going to try to suck the joy and the life yeah. and the wind from your sails. And you have got to be stronger mm -hmm. than they are. When they come around and tell you, oh, you're crazy. What are you thinking? Getting up early, working out. Who do you think you are? You're nuts. Mm -hmm. And I hate to think this way, but those haters might live in your home. Yeah. They might live in your home. This I might do. be. <laughs> yeah. I, do. I love, I love my husband and my mom, but oh yeah, they're, they're always hating on my early morning and my healthy eating and all that. Oh yeah, totally. My kids, my husband, people yeah. around me. However. Here has what I have. Here's what I have found: the people who tend to hate on you, if you stick with it, those people eventually are going to ask you how you stay motivated, and they're going to ask you how you stay on track. And guess what? Think about the people who are hating against you. Not that you want to compare yourself to anybody. I'm not saying don't do, you know don't get caught up in that. Yeah. But really think about yourself and who you are, who you're designed to be, and who you're trying to be. That is not a bad thing, okay? Pray for that person, that there might be a way for you to perhaps bridge that gap with them, right? If they're truly just hating on you, um, pray through that. Try not to succumb to it. Um, and again, I'm not perfect at this. You know, sometimes I bark back at the haters, but got to stay strong. They will be out there um, and just try to stay positive and, and work through that. And again, finding that group of cheerleaders who will encourage you. Social media is such a great place, I feel like, to post things like this because yeah. most people, if you tell Facebook or you tell social media that you're trying to do something better for yourself or for your life, most people are pretty encouraging about that. And you can find a group of cheerleaders that way. Um, and if that's not a source for you to go to, that's fine too. Just a suggestion. Yeah. Um, what yeah. I've seen. That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, I know we had some questions that we we're going to go over. We really don't have time for that. But if any of you have questions for us on anything that we went through today, so anything on a morning routine or um, tips that we uh, may be able to help with, um, we're not experts in um, in these areas, we're just experts kind of by nature of doing them. So we're not really technically experts with the degrees on these. Nicole will have it as a registered dietitian. She's rocking it and rolling it. And she will have it very, very soon. But I should say that we're not considered experts, but we do this morning routine and what we went through 
every single day and we are proof that it works. And the days that we don't do it, we are proof that it still works because we didn't do it and we had a bad day. So again, that morning routine is making sure you get up early. So get up early, whatever that early is for you. Number two is moving your body. Drink that glass of water, that full big glass of water, move your body. Number three is get into that word, get that encouragement, get that quiet time, get that wisdom. And then that bonus four is eat your healthy breakfast. Really look for that healthy breakfast. So thank you so much for spending the time with us. Like we said, or I said, like if you have any questions, please reach out to us. Um, yeah, yeah, Nicole, any closing words? No, I, I guess I just wanna you know, echo everything that you said and just ask that if people do have questions that they not be afraid to reach out. We are here to encourage and come alongside you in your journey. Yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, thank you and uh, reach out if you want and we'll see you again soon. Congratulations to saying yes to yourself. Fill it up your cup, feed in your soul. If you want more, head over to faithinspiredpodcast.com for show notes and links to all the goodies mentioned in today's podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe to keep you faith-inspired.